Moving house. With kids. Mum! Moving house checklist. Top packing tips. Do it ourselves or hire movers? Hiya! <sighs> Things to do in the school holidays. Best solo holidays. <sighs> when life gives you questions, get answers at which.co.uk. Welcome to the Witch Money Podcast, your weekly hit of money news and personal finance hacks to help make you better off. I'm your host, Lucia Ariano, and here's what's coming up this week. It's quite difficult to understand which of these cards are the best because there's a lot of variables that go into it. Depending where you shop, you could really earn back some money quite effortlessly. We're all spending more than we used to on groceries and essentials. In fact, our latest research has revealed some meat, yoghurt and vegetables have doubled in price over the past year. So with that in mind, could a reward credit card, which lets you build up cash or loyalty points on your spending, be the key to help fight rising prices? In this episode of the Witch Money Podcast, I'm joined by witch journalist Grace Witherden and our banking analyst Sam Wilson to find out if these cards are worth getting, which are the best and the tips and tricks to help you boost your rewards. Hello both, welcome so much to the show. Hi Lucia. Hi Lucia. Hello both. Well, in February then, we surveyed 1,083 witch members who owned a credit card and six in 10 of those said they had a credit card which offered rewards. Now, for those that don't know the difference between a reward or cashback credit card, Grace, could you summarise how these cards work? Yeah, of course. These these cards both work quite similar. Um, a cashback card will pay you a small percentage of what you spend, some up to 5%, and that will be paid as credit um, or into your bank um, annually, or maybe some, some might pay monthly. Uh, whereas reward credit cards uh, will still reward you, but you'll be paid in the points, like loyalty points that might correspond to that card. So um, you might be paid in Nectar points, or you could build up your Tesco club card points or Avios. Um, mm. But yeah, instead of getting money back, you're, you're earning up loyalty points, which you can exchange for um, vouchers uh, or experiences. Now, for your piece, you focused on supermarket reward credit cards. But as you mentioned there, there are other types, like, as you say, Avios points. And I know I've mentioned before on the podcast that I use the Amex British Airways one. And personally, you know, to give you an example, it's been pretty useful. Um, I've actually just come back from Spain and I used Avios points to pay for mine and my partner's flights. And it meant up they ended up costing just £2, um, which is obviously nothing. But I should say, though, I've had my gripes with it too, you know, not being able to find availability or destinations I'd otherwise be hoping to go to. Um, So while we're here, then, are there any others we can give a quick mention to? And is there anything you'd like to add on whether these are a good option? Yeah, so if you're looking for Avios points, another option that you might want to look into is the Barclay Card Avios credit card. If you take a lot of Virgin Atlantic flights, then you might want to look at the Virgin Atlantic reward credit card. These credit cards are slightly more difficult to understand the monetary value of the points compared to supermarket point systems, but they can be great if you're someone who is looking to travel a lot. And you can, of course, find much more information on those on the Witch website. We'll pop, we'll pop a link to those in the description of today's show. So if we bring it back then to today's deep dive on supermarket reward cards, can we start to unpick the best ones? 
Yeah, so it's quite difficult to understand which of these cards are the best because there's a lot of variables that go into it. They all have different types of bonus offers. Some of their bonus offers are a flat amount. Others are an increase in the amount of points that you can earn. All of the cards have a different amount of annual fees and the points themselves have different monetary values. So there's lots to weigh up here. But we've looked at the top 12 cards on the market and we've worked out that if you spend £100 a week over the course of the year at a participating retailer in their reward system, we then worked out how much how much rewards you would get back from that £100 weekly spend. You can consistently earn the most with the American Express Nectar credit card. If you spend £100 a week with the Nectar partner, such as Sainsbury's, you would earn £77.50. This card is free for the first year and has an annual fee of £25 for every year after. You earn a minimum of three points for every £1 you spend with Nectar Partners and two points for every pound you spend elsewhere. This is much more generous than the Sainsbury's Nectar credit card. There you only earn three points per £2 spent with Nectar Partners and £1 for one point spent everywhere else. So in a year, that would mean that you'd earn £37.50 with the Sainsbury's Bank Nectar credit card, which is almost half the amount that you would from the American Express Nectar card. The John Lewis credit card is also a great option. You'd earn £95 in the first year and then £65 every year after that. That's because of their great introductory bonus where they have three times the amount of points you would earn in store for the first three months of you earning the card. The John Lewis card you mentioned at the end there, is that for shopping just at John Lewis or is there a supermarket partner involved? Yep, so for spending in store, that also includes Waitrose as well. Okay, great. So if you don't typically shop at Sainsbury's or Waitrose, what options do you have? Tesco also offer a rewards system. With their credit cards, you can earn £65 over the course of the year and That's with all of their different credit cards. They have quite a few that they offer. You can earn five club card points for every £4 you spend. And that also includes fuel, which we found to be quite unusual. Tesco Bank is also a which recommended provider for credit cards. You could also earn the same amount with the John Lewis credit card. But there you have included foreign currency. We found that this was one of the only providers where you could earn points when you buy foreign currency. And you can also earn points when you book a holiday through Cooney, which is also a which recommended holiday provider. Our foreign currency there, that's a really interesting add-on. Um, so it largely comes down then to where you shop, doesn't it? And there are a few more offering something similar. Grace, M&S and Asa, w- what do they offer? Yeah, we have noticed actually most of the main supermarkets will have a credit card where you can earn points. So last year, Asda launched their own credit card and you can earn um, Asda pounds, uh, which go into like your Asda cash pot. Now that corresponds with Asda's own loyalty scheme. And M&S also has a credit card where you can earn points. You can earn one reward point per one pound spent at M&S and one reward point for every five pounds spent elsewhere. Um, as Sam was saying, it all gets a bit confusing with one point here, five pounds here. And this mm. is why these cards are really, really hard to compare. So I guess what I would say is it, all, it comes down a lot to where you shop. Um, that's where you're going to get the best gains if, if you, you, know, you mainly shop at one shop. 
Yeah, I, I was going to stop you there because there's a lot of numbers going on here. And lots of, as you say, lots of points, kind of, you're not really sure which one is offering the best deal. And I suppose that brings me to the question, did, did any one of these cards stand out to you as offering something just a little bit above the rest? Yeah, there are definitely schemes which are more generous than others, let's say. Um, as Sam mentioned earlier, that American Express Nectar was so much, um, had a much better offering than really? the Sainsbury's Bank Nectar. So mm. again, if you shop at, shop at Sainsbury's, that one would be an obvious choice for me. Yeah, and I also think the Tesco scheme is quite good, you know, particularly what Sam mentioned, um, being able to earn points on fuel. Um, we didn't spot many that did that. So if you're regularly filling up your car, you can really earn those points quickly with that card. Mm. Well, then let's get on to some of the best cashback credit cards. Grace, with these, you're not restricted to specific shops. So does that make them better than reward credit cards? Yeah, I would definitely say that if you're someone that shops around and you don't really stick to one supermarket for the weekly shop, these are much better because you're not tied down and you can get it from your other spending as well. Um, You know, meals out, holidays, anything you book on that card, you can earn the cash back. So one of the cards that always comes top of our tables is the American Express Platinum Cashback Everyday Credit Card. It's a bit of a uh, it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Uh, mouthful. <laughs> yeah. But if you spend £100 a week, you'd earn £84.50 over the course of the year. This card's also free. I've got this I've got this card and I think the first year I had it, I conveniently timed it. Um, I was buying a new phone and I knew mm. I'd get that 5%. You get 5% cash back for the first three months. So I timed mm. it so that when I made that purchase of a new phone I'd get that cash back so you can really earn a lot in the first year but after the first three months that cash back drops to 0.5% so quite a leap uh, which means the following year um, and we're talking about spending £100 a week which is what Sam mentioned earlier so the following year you'd only earn £26 so it's quite a drop first year to the second um, but it's still £26 and uh, also want to mention that American Express is a which recommended provider um, so as Sam mentioned earlier Tesco Bank is also one and that's when we look for all the cards every year and we rate them on their customer service um, and various other things which you can find on our website so that is one that we do recommend and and if as, as you say with your phone you're trying to max out the amount you can earn back in the first three months is there a limit to the amount that that the five percent rate can give you back yeah, so the 5% cashback on purchase for the first three months uh, is capped at £100. But the good news is that if you um, spend up to £10,000 on this credit card, which sounds like a lot, but you know, if we're talking about booking all your holidays, all your spending on this card, then the cashback of 0.5% actually goes up to 1% cashback. So um, there is some sort of, you know, if you're chucking everything on this card, you will get a high rate of cashback eventually. And I, and I suppose we will get on to ways that you can kind of max out using these kinds of cards. But just while we're on this point, would you be able to add an additional card holder to help you meet that £10,000? Yeah, you can add additional card holders. Though with that, there is one thing I would say is that you secondary card holders don't have the same protection um, as primary card holders. Um, I know we talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago, but it's worth flagging that any secondary cardholders don't have that Section 75 protection. 
Thanks, Grace. A, a little, a good word of caution to mention there that if you are buying any big purchases, it is worth then the, the primary cardholder making those just to make sure you're not missing out on the Section 75 protection. Well, to go back then um, to the amount you're making with that card... You know, £84.50, if you were spending £100 on, on supermarket shop a week, is a very decent amount in the first year. And to be honest, £26, you know, is still decent uh, shopping as normal uh, thereafter. I suppose a- another point to mention, not all places accept American Express. You know, I've had a few smaller retailers roll their eyes when I've tried to pay using American Express before. Yeah, that is very true. It's becoming less and less places, but I still get the odd place. Um, Obviously, I mentioned earlier I have that card and I know that I can't Mm. use it in my local Greggs. Um, And sometimes sometimes if you use it and you don't, you know, sometimes I've gone to use it and it's actually crashed the card machine and they've had to like reset it um, because I've tried to use another card straight away. Um, so yeah, if I'm if I'm in a place where I'm not sure, like now I've started asking, oh, you know, just checking you accept this, um, you, especially if it's a place I've not been to before. But the good news is all the major supermarkets, including Audi, Asda, Co-op, Lidl, M&S, Morrison's, Sainsbury's, Tesco, and Waitrose all accept American Express, so you won't have this issue with your weekly shop. And, and, you know, on a brighter side, Amex does offer a neat little small shop scheme, is what they call it, small shop, um, for a limited time where you get money back when you spend at small retailers. I don't know if you've used this, Grace, but it's not as generous as it used to be, is it? No, I think they cut it the year before last, um, but it's still pretty neat. It usually runs in Christmas and uh, in the summer. Um, mm-hmm. I know it ran last summer as well, um, but it's actually really good. It's basically you can earn up to £25 um, for spending with small businesses. So basically you get like £5 cash back if you spend £15 or more in one of the small businesses. So you can shop at, say, five and you've earned £25 cash back. And there were quite a few places near me last Christmas that actually were getting involved. So I did use this and it was it was a nice extra uh, extra bit of cash back yeah it's just a nice little bonus isn't it and you know generally speaking looking at the array of cards out there there are often ways to make these cards work harder for you aren't there so do you have some tips for getting the most out of them credit cards with the most generous rewards are generally those with an annual fee so for example for 25 pounds a year with the american express platinum cashback credit card you get a higher rate of cashback compared to the card that grace mentioned earlier which was 0.5 percent this is now 0.75 percent up to that 10,000 pound limit and then once you go over that 10,000 pound limit it rises to 1.25 percent this means that you'd earn £94.50 in the first year and £39 in the years after that. Some of the supermarkets also offer subscriptions. Um, these subscriptions offer increased benefits. So, for example, M&S, Shopping Plus Credit Card, pays one point for every £1 you spend at M&S. But if you have the Club Rewards, which has an additional fee, you'll earn two extra reward points for every single pound you spend. You even get £65 in M&S vouchers over the year and you get free next day delivery in 32 M&S cafe hot drinks. But this subscription does cost £10 a month. So you've really got to consider 
whether you shop enough at that supermarket to make it worthwhile and whether those benefits are something that you'd really want. Yeah, I, I definitely just add to that that um, you can also make the most of sign up bonuses. So as we mentioned earlier, some of these cards have really big bonuses for joining, um, but you might have to spend a certain amount within the first three months of having the card to get the uh, to get the bonus. So for example, one of the cards we did mention earlier was Sainsbury's Bank. Now you can get 8000 thousand bonus nectar points if you spend £400 at Sainsbury's or one of its partners like Argus Habitat and Two Clothing in the first two months. So this would boost your cash cash back massively. So if you've got your eye on a card, it's definitely worth checking if there's a sign up bonus, um, because it might just mean that you can get that extra bit in the first year. Now, we've gone over quite a lot of technical info there on the best cards and the points. And if you'd like to find out more, we have loads more information on our website about some of the best cards and loyalty points. And we'll put a couple of links in the description of today's show. And as we mentioned earlier, very briefly, credit cards give you an extra layer of protection with what's called Section 75. So it's a legal protection that can help you get a refund from your credit card provider if something goes wrong. Um, And it's for payments where the total amount is more than £100 and less than 30k. However, it's a complicated beast with many circumstances not protected. And we devoted a full episode to this in a recent show on the podcast. It really is a a cracking show. So definitely do go back and have a listen to it if you haven't already. But now before we start talking about reward credit cards, what are some of the things we should point out before you start using them on your weekly shop? Grace, can you start with the interest rates? Yeah. Now, the thing with these cards is that they do um, typically have a higher APR um, than other credit cards. And when I say APR, this is the annual percentage rate. And this refers to the total cost of your borrowing for the year. Now, most credit cards will typically have an APR of 23%, but some of these reward uh, credit cards can, can be about 29%. And that, you know, that's for the free American Express card that we were discussing earlier. Some of them can be a lot higher. And this means that the amount of interest that you, you, you'll have to pay if you do not make um, you know, a full repayment every month is much more. And this interest could wipe out any of the the cashback gains that you'll make. So really, these cards should be paid off in full every month. Um, So the best thing to do with these cards is to treat them like a debit card, really, and don't spend more money than you have, because that means you won't get stung by any interest, everything's paid off in full, and you're also earning the cashback. Thanks, Grace. That's a really important word of warning there, isn't it? And if any of our listeners have liked the sound of any of these cards, how can they get one? Um, You know, what's the likelihood of being accepted? Do you need to have a good credit score? Yeah. Now, obviously, the the best rates will go to those with the best credit credit scores. Um, As interestingly, credit providers only have to give the advertised rate uh, to a minimum of 51% of their customers. Now, obviously, we don't know. They could be giving the advertised rate to more, but you know this is just the minimum that they have to. And we've got advice on our website on how to build up your credit score. If it's not high, how to check it for free. These are all sort of guides and uh, that we've got advice on. But if you know you've got a you know a good decent score, the first thing to do if you like the sound of one of these cards would be to do an 
um, an eligibility check. Um, and this is just to, to gauge whether you'll be accepted. So most providers actually have these on their websites now. It's a quick and easy task. It doesn't take very long and it won't appear on your credit report. Um, it's what they call a soft check. Um, this means you'll get an idea of, of whether or not you'll be accepted uh, before you have to fully apply for the card. Because once you um, you start to apply for the credit card, that's when they do a hard check. And that means it will appear on your credit report. And if you get rejected, it, it doesn't look good if that's on your, your credit report. So it's always good to do this first to find out if you're likely to be accepted. Thanks, Grace. And so then what about those who might not get accepted or perhaps they don't feel comfortable using a credit card? What are some of the other ways you can build up rewards? So if you aren't looking to get a credit card, there are other ways that you can build rewards. There are loyalty apps such as Tesco Club Card and Nectar. You don't need a credit card to regularly use these apps, but having one just boosts your points. Interestingly, when we applied our methodology to the credit of the credit cards to the Tesco Club Card of spending £100 a week over the year, we found that it gave you £52 worth of points at the end of the year. That's only £13 less than the credit card and is the same value of rewards that you would earn from the standard MS rewards programme. Now, we also looked at Nectar for this. Nectar is much less generous and only generated £25 worth of rewards over the year. But I suppose if, if you combine both the club card and the credit card, then you're going to be getting a, a little bit more than that, aren't you? So it's quite an interesting one. For the Tesco club card credit card, it actually acts as your club card. So you don't get any additional points from that. And it simply applies the rate of five points for every four pounds you spend compared to the normal club card, which is just one point per pound. However, for the Nectar cards, those credit cards have a point system. But if you scan your Nectar card after that as well, you then get an additional point. So it's really confusing and it's important to fully understand what credit card acts as a loyalty card as well and which ones don't and need to scan the loyalty card as well. Uh, We have packed so much information into this show. So if you are interested in any of these cards, do check out more information on the website. So as we finish then, what is your verdict? If you're comfortable using a credit card for your everyday shopping, is it a no-brainer? I, I do think so if you're comfortable using one and depending where you shop, you could really earn back some money quite effortlessly. Um, so if you prefer to mix it up, as we said before, maybe you shop at a few different places, get a cashback credit card. If you know, if you if you know you do your shop every week at Tesco or or Sainsbury's or whatever the shop, if you know, if you stick to that, if you stick to that shop exclusively, it, there's no harm boosting your points with one of these the one last thing I would say because I know I talked earlier about making sure you pay these off in full so the best thing you can actually do is set up a direct debit so you won't forget to pay these off um, because it it could get quite confusing you know having to pay that off in full every month and transferring the money over and you know if you're providing you've got that money in your in your debit account which hopefully you should if you haven't you know gone crazy on the credit card then by setting up the direct debit it just means that you're never going to miss a payment and you're never going to get stung by that interest i would also add to grace's point of making sure that you pay off the amount in full we've seen over the last few months that interest rates for these cards are continuously going up so it really is only going to get more important that if you do get one of these cards you make sure that you pay it off in full every month 
A huge thank you to Grace and Sam for coming on the show today and to you for listening to this week's episode of the Witch Money Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please do hit subscribe to make sure you catch our new episodes as soon as they drop. For more money news and advice, find us on social media at Witch Money and online at witch.co.uk forward slash money. And we also have a free money newsletter which is delivered to your inbox every Monday. To sign up, visit witch.co.uk forward slash money newsletter. This episode of the Witch Money Podcast was produced by me and Grace Witherden and edited by Rob Lilly with additional support from Matthew Jenkins. Thank you.